done laughing? <laughs> no. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Ruthann, you, what are you laughing at? You coughed. No, I yawned. Yeah, and I farted. <laughs> it's just not good. You don't yawn when you do that. <laughs> this is too weird. I'll probably leave this in. All right, let's get started. So, I'm Troy, and you are... <laughs> Ruth Ann. Ruth Ann from ToxyDL. Anyways, everybody out there, I would like you to pay quick attention and give our patrons, or our, our sponsors rather, not our patrons, but our sponsors, a quick call and uh, check out what they have to offer. Uh, a couple sponsors real quick. National Carriers is looking for lease purchase drivers at 888-311-7076. They also have company drivers... And again, their number is 888-311-7076. Carter Lumber is looking for local drivers, home every day, Class A and Class B drivers, Ruth Ann. And their address is carterlumber.com forward slash ToxyDL. And if you just go there, fill out a quick little form, and you are on your way to being home every day, especially if you're an over-the-road driver looking to be home, Class A or Class B drivers also a new sponsor drivewise ruthann mm -hmm. drivewise d-r-i-v-e-w-y-z-e it's a wise guy it's a wise guy drivewise w-y-z-e.com and that is a company that offers a many things but again we'll just go ahead and talk about the scale uh pass and uh which you know keeps drivers going you know less inspections mm -hmm. more driving and mm -hmm. it's proven that most companies that have drivewise um, it's a better recruiting tool because mm -hmm. drivers like to be going to companies that they don't have to be getting scaled all the time yeah. or inspected. Stopping this time. So check them out. It's just an app based. You don't even have to have a transponder or anything ordered. It's just you go online, fill out fill out for uh, drivewise.com, and you're already bypassing scales. Rutan, today. Today. On, on Talk CDL. We've got a couple things to talk about, but you had an interesting article that um, I'd like you to start off with. Eight, It was eight somethings about truckers. Eight things truck drivers wish you knew. You mean Troy? Well, I mean, I mean, you could. You, you could. Are I they mean. saying I don't know anything? <laughs> I mean, they'd be right. I just I just wing it in on the show. You're talking about people in general. People in general. So truckers, yeah. there's eight things that truckers wish that um, the general public knew. Is that, mm -hmm. is that basically what you're saying? Yeah. What it is is truck drivers have a um, an identity that people have for them. You know, like it... You mean like a perception? Yeah. So, they, you know, like the general public thinks a trucker is, what, like BJ and Bear? Or do they think he's maybe just some slob going down the road both. running people off the road? Actually, it's both. So some people have that idealism that, oh, it's so full. Fun looking at the at the truck driver going down the road, wild and free and doing his thing. Yeah, it's an easy... Da -na 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 -na. Yeah, and who can't drive a truck and deliver, man? That's a real easy so job. Is that what them, they think? No. So oh. some, some of them will have that idea, and then others have the the slob and, you know gross truck driver type of image that they have. They think that we're like, we have cooties or what? Almost probably. Yeah, 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 probably. I mean, they think that you're, you, you know, they have these, just these all, everybody has these different ideas of what a driver is. So what, what happened though is truck drivers want the general public to know what it's really like out there driving. So what they started with is as far as number one, Stopping takes time. 
If you happen to find yourself sharing the road with an 18-wheeler, it's important to remember Newton's first law of motion. An object in motion stays in motion unless acted upon by an outside force. Heavier objects, including big trucks, take more time to slow down. A fully loaded semi-truck can weigh 20 times more than the average car. Even in ideal conditions, that same truck traveling at 65 miles per hour can take up to 525 feet to reach a complete stop. That's nearly the length of two football fields. So give the long hauler in front of you some extra space. Just because you can stop on a dime, that does not mean the trucks can. You you know, I'll tell you, I've always thought, that the now I will go, you know. Obviously, I'm a driver. I I always thought that the general public thought that because we have 18 wheels, we have lots of brakes and can stop a lot easier. I, I I almost think that some people think that way. I think they do, and and they don't realize, like you said, inertia and 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 80,000 pounds. It doesn't just come to a. It's you don't stop on the button. There is no just. And you're done when you're in a tractor trailer and someone cuts you off. I mean, you ever see that video where, in fact, it was on one of Tux CDL's videos where a car was going to try to do a flip in the medium. So he came flying over into the third lane and cut a trucker off and hit his brakes. And the, the, the semi truck had no other alternative but to punt him. And <laughs> it was look, he looked like a football. He just went flying at the back window shattered. But it's, it's just a perfect example that these guys think that First off, a trucker can't swerve like a car. No. He can't stop like a car. No. He's not a car. No. So you got to start thinking, you know, and, and, and one of our tasks is to educate the public. And, you know, every trucker tells his family and his wife and his kids this is what you should do and not do around a tractor trailer. But somehow, some way, the public seems to get dumber. I think they do. I they think really they get do. more arrogant. Yeah. It's, it's, I don't think, it's not only arrogance. It's just almost like, like I was talking to my dad the other day and he's like, Talking about how, you know, the country's in bad shape and blah, 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 blah. He's going on. You know, he's a conspiracy guy. My dad is. And and I'm like, Dad, you know what the problem really is? I'm like, people don't look at history. They don't look back and go, wow, this was a mistake everybody else made. I'm not going to make it. Mm-hmm. And that's why I said four-wheelers, they, they, you can go on the news and go on online all day long. You can even hear stories about what happens when a tractor trailer hits a car. But guess what? They still go, well, you know what? I can do it different. Uh, I'm better than that car. Uh, I could I could do I could drive smarter than that one. Yeah, I'm I'm I won't get killed like the other car drivers. But yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So yes, I like law number or rule number one that truckers would like the public to know that da 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 truckers cannot stop on the dime. Correct. All right, what's next? Beware of blind spots. Don't assume truck drivers can see you, especially if you're driving on their right side. Remember, the left lane is for passing. Commercial trucks have four large blind spots in the front and the rear and on either side. If you find yourself hanging out on the left or right side of a truck, then chances are you're in the driver's blind spot, and they don't like that. It makes changing lanes and predicting behavior nearly impossible which makes driving more dangerous for everyone. As a general rule, if you can't see the driver's face in their side mirror, they can't see you. That is so true. You know, Ruthann, what I was thinking about the other day, Hmm. not just truckers, even cars. Mm -hmm. I was driving down 19 in Florida, and all of a sudden I was getting ready to come over into the left lane, and there's a car beside me, like, but he wasn't really beside me. He was up like 
to the point where, you know, maybe at my, my back quarter panel. And I didn't even see him sneak up on me like that. So I was getting ready to, to, to get over and I went, whoa, there's somebody beside me. Mm-hmm. Now, if, if you're a, a person at home that doesn't drive a track trailer, think about 72 feet of truck. Okay, you got a 53-foot trailer. So you put an average tractor on there, you have over 70 feet of truck and trailer. Think about that. Now, there are a lot of alarms and cameras and stuff that people have nowadays, but there's still a lot of truckers out there that don't have all that stuff. And guess what? They still have blind spots. Um, Trailing a trucker too close is another bad thing. Mm -hmm. Um, Just all this stuff hovering around a trucker, like, um, you know what a remora is? Mm-hmm. A, a remora is one of those uh, fish that cling to the sharks when they're when a shark is swimming. You see those little fish that are like it looks like they're cleaning them and sucking on them yeah. on their sides and stuff. That's called a remora. Well, um, a car should not act like a remora. No, no okay. It shouldn't. You don't hover around the trucker like you're you're a little fishy and he's a shark going to protect you. If you stay beside him, you're safer. If you stay really close to him, you're safer. That's not true. Get away from the trucker. Get down the road. And don't sneak up on them. Don't slowly creep up on them. Get up and then pass them. Don't take your time. Get by them and get down the road. Yeah. If you're too afraid to go past the truck, then don't pass the truck. Yeah. That's that's actually called semi-acophobia, by yes, the it way. Is. It, it, that's a, an actual real term. You can look it up, semi-acophobia, where uh, people have a fear of passing tractor trailers. Well, if you have a fear of doing it, then stay the heck back. Yeah. Don't, don't do it. Don't get up beside them going, oh, I don't know if I should. Just don't do it. Exactly. Stay back, Jack. All right, Ruthann, what's number three? They have their own lingo. Who does? Chuck drivers. They do? Yeah, 10-4. <laughs> I hear that. I <laughs> okay, go ahead. Listen. Like all great American subcultures, long-haul drivers have their own language. All of the non-truck drivers on the road, those are four-wheelers. And yes, that includes pickup trucks, even those in the souped-up F-150s. Coops, or I'm sorry, cops are bears, so-called because the hats worn by state troopers resemble the one worn by Smokey the Bear. The lights on the top of the police cars, those are cherries. A trucker hauling cars is driving a parking lot. I just remember telling Becca this the other day. Yeah, that's right. It's a parking lot. (laughs) And way stations on the side of the road are called chicken coops. Coops. What's your 20? That just means, where's your location? That's cool. And that's CB lingo, absolutely. And but you know what though, um, I think it's an art form that we've been you know we've been on everybody for the last couple of years about getting their CB. And so a lot of people have written in. I'm I'm seeing people on the CB, and you know I have a CB, and I'm hearing people on the CB. Mm-hmm. So you know, and I'm, I mean I got a decent CB, and I'll be I've, you know I'll get out there and I'll turn it on. Hey, give me a radio check, and then I'll hear one or two guys going, Hey, it's working, dude. Yeah, yeah. You you heard it. Yeah, when we're at Matt's. I purposely looked around and seen more trucks with CB antennas than not. And I was very happy on that. Well, for the last couple of years, a lot of drivers are writing in going, man, nobody has a CB anymore. They don't listen. If they have one, they're not on it. Well, guess what? You know, every time we ask for a radio check, we're getting answers. And that's just in, in the country of Florida. So, you know, if... The if country of Florida? Yeah, it's, well, what do, you think, what do you think Citrus County is? We're, we're, we're the country. The countryside okay, of Florida. Okay, I... I Never mind that. Oh, you thought I meant the country. <laughs> the, I'm talking about the country, the country part. Yeah. You know, not not a country, but the you know we're country folk. We are country folk. You know that. I hate, I hate freaking cities. Okay. But it, anyways, yes, I'm getting radio checks and everything like that, even in the country-ish part of Florida. You know, 
I did notice though, when we were in Kentucky and going through some of the cities, you could hear the drivers communicating with each other. Absolutely. Going through the towns, you know, so they are using it. And yeah, sometimes their babble about how their weekend went is a little annoying, but yet we know what else it does. Keeps you up, keeps you alert, keeps you, you know, it's like reading a book. You know, it's just not your life. It's theirs. Right. And, and, you know, I really believe that Toxedio has a big part, a big con- contribution to getting people, you know, the newer truckers out there that have come on board, you know, they're just as important as the guys that have been driving 30 years. And a lot of those guys are getting CBs. Hey, Troy, what kind of CB should I get? Blah, 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 blah. Mm-hmm. And I'm going to tell you right now, Cobra 29 or a unit in just a basic is, is just as good. Well, me, not just as good, but it walks, it talks, and all you got to do is get a tune and peaked at a, at a CB shop for a couple bucks, and you got yourself a good CB. And learning the lingo is easy, it's fun, and like Ruth Ann said, it's camaraderie, and the CB will keep you up, and it'll keep you entertained while you're rocking and rolling. What's number four, Ruth Ann? Number four, detention is real. No, truckers aren't being sent to the principal's office. In the trucking world, detention is when a driver's route is delayed either at a drop-off or a pickup location. Traditionally, the trucker's industry defines detention time as any time spent waiting to load or unload longer than two hours. Time spent waiting is time wasted, and it's one of the most frustrating things truckers deal with. A 2018 report from the DOT Office of Inspector General found detention time costs for hired truck drivers between one thousand two hundred and eighty-one dollars and fifteen thirty-four in earnings each year. Wow! Yeah, that's like a that's like some of them a paycheck, depending on what kind of you know driving they do if they're local or regional. So, yeah, you lost a week waiting. You know, everybody makes that comment. I lost an, a, a whole nights of sleep by doing certain things. You just lost a whole week of pay. All right, and that's good to know. And I'm glad that I'm glad that the public is is going to hear this. Ruthie, what's number five? Number five, most don't get paid overtime. Detention time is especially frustrating because most drivers, especially long haul long haulers, are not paid by the hour and don't receive overtime for additional hours worked. In fact, many employers are not required to pay overtime because of an exemption that applies to interstate trucking under the Fair Labor Standards Act. The provision was intended to disincentivize truckers from driving for longer, potentially dangerous stretches of time. But critics argue it's just a way for carriers to keep costs down and avoid paying drivers more. It's had the opposite effect. Now truck drivers still work because of detention, but they don't get paid for that time because they get paid in the mi- by the mile. You know, just because it's tradition... And I'm serious when I say this, a lot of trucking companies have gotten away with cheap wages for a long time. It's mm-hmm. just the truth. Mm-hmm. You know, like for example, detention pay at most trucking companies probably, this, we're in 2022, it's probably 15 to 20 bucks. Yeah, it's not much. And that's if, if, a, if a truck driver drives all night, he's almost out of hours and he's sitting at a shipper or receiver waiting, he's got to give them two free hours. Mm-hmm. Free. Yeah. you got to give them free. Now, you just drove your ass off. You're driving your ass off at the company, and now you got to sit two hours before you can say, okay, I should get detention. And I'm going to tell you something. One of the biggest complaints that I know about detention pay, okay, is uh, truck drivers don't get it. They, they never even get it. No, they, 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 they 
they don't follow up. It's like they have to fight for it. And half the time there's always a quote hidden secret in there somewhere. Yeah. So no, this is good stuff for the public to know. I mm-hmm. mean, it, it's truly is. I, I, uh, Wait like till I, you hear the next one. Like I said, though, and I, I, I'm, I'm not trying to tick off a lot of trucking companies, but truth, truth be known, there's so many things that, that they've gotten away with mm-hmm. for a long time, which, you know, their profit margin is huge in a lot of cases. And the, and the truck driver, just imagine for the last couple of years, a truck driver might bring home 900000 bucks on average. On average, yeah. Now, I'm not talking about a lease purchase guy. I'm, not, I'm just talking about a guy that brings home $900,000, $1,100 clear. Mm-hmm. And he's gone for weeks at a time. Mm-hmm. I mean, how does that, it doesn't calculate right with the cost of living and everything. And I would just say that personally, it's good that, it's good that this stuff is getting out in the open. It is because, you know, you also have to look at this. Detention time should not be what the average minimum wage is. Okay. Let's move to number, what is it? Number five or six? Six. Six. Give me six. Pay varies a lot. Walmart made headlines earlier this month when it announced new drivers can make up to $110,000 in their first year, but that's not the norm in the trucking industry. In fact, pay structures vary widely depending on the carrier. Unlike most jobs in which employees are paid a base salary or an hourly rate, many truck drivers are paid by the mile. Under this pay structure, drivers calculate their earnings based on the job, CPM, cents per mile. Although it's less common, other drivers are paid per the load. Earning a flat rate for each haul they deliver. And drivers who happen to be owner-operators often get paid as as a percentage of the load. Revenue. So the more valuable the load, the more money they make. As of May 2021, the median pay for a heavy tractor-trailer driver in the U.S. was 48310 yeah, and, and that's, you know, I talked to a driver the other day. I'm not kidding you. And we were just talking. And he said, you know, I've been at this same company for like, I think he'd been there like eight or nine years. Mm-hmm. And he said, man, it's a no word. He said, I'm going nowhere. I've been at a raise in a long time. I said, what are you at? He said, 42 cents. I'm like, what? I'm like, you've been there like eight or nine years or 10 years or whatever. He's been there like a long time, this guy. And he said, he's, he's, he's capped. He's, he's up to 42 cents a mile. Mm-hmm. I said, you do know that there's a lot of... When I say a lot higher wages out there, I, I, he, he said, yeah, I'm, I'm going to start looking. And, I'm, I'm, and, you know, one of the problems with those drivers that have been at a trucking company for eight, nine, ten years, they're so settled in it. They're so settled and grounded in mm-hmm. there that they're willing to work for nothing mm-hmm. because they, they, they don't want to have to, you know, this is really what it comes down to with those guys. They don't want to have to leave a company and get, okay, what kind of truck am I going to get? Am I going to, is my schedule going to be messed up? Do they know my kids' birthdays? These, I mean, everybody knows everything about me here and, 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 and just leaving, they feel guilty about mm-hmm. leaving, but they don't. They never stop to say to themselves, "The the owner of this company doesn't feel guilty paying me about half the wages that I should be getting." It's 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 they're yeah. set. I want to say set in their ways. They're so comfortable with everything else. They know when you know. They just know everything. They know their customers. Then they know their dispatch well. They, you know, there's so many things that they're so accustomed to. They're really afraid to make that change because they don't know what it will be like going to the next spot. Uh, yeah, nobody, it's an old saying, everybody hates change. Yeah. 
You know, you don't know. The unknown is the scary thing. And okay, you know, at 42 cents a mile, what's that? $1,200 gross minus taxes he's bringing home, probably 900 bucks. You know, he's probably bringing 900 bucks a week home, maybe 800. And realistically, he probably, as a company driver, should be bringing home, you know, and on average, at least probably four or 500 more. You know, they people that are, are in a relationship and sometimes they're in the same relationship for a very long time, but there's never any changes in that relationship. You know what I mean? Like there's nothing going on. It's very boring. And that's kind of like what's going on with that kind of truck driver. When they're too afraid to leave, it's like they're, it's like that, that couple that they don't do anything to keep the spark alive. They get very complacent. I will say this though. I did some of the companies that I've talked to lately, they are putting in place measures to take care of the drivers that have taken care of them. Some uh, they're, I mean, you know, in defense of some of the companies, there's a lot of companies that are like, listen, we're going to give old Joe a raise because he's been here eight years, safe driving. He's loyal to us mm-hmm. versus the guy that comes in and quits in a month. I'm giving old Joe uh, the big raise. And a lot of companies have recognized why lose old Joe? You yeah, know, when he's what, someone you could depend on, you've gotten away with ripping old Joe off for a long time. Let's, let's get Joe rewarded or else Joe's going somewhere else and he's going to be new Joe to somebody else. And I think a lot of companies have realized that. So th- some are doing it and some are still trying to get away with, okay, yeah, we know we should be paying old Joe another 20 cents a mile, but, uh, we're not. And he's, he's happy. And a lot of them, they have that attitude of, yeah, he ain't going anywhere. He's, yeah. he's a happy guy, man. He's he, we, we know his family, man. He, old Joe ain't going anywhere, man. He's still, he's cool with 42 cents a mile. <laughs> yeah. Just, just keep him out of this one area where he don't like to go. He's good. Yeah. yeah just keep and give him the new Peterbilt. Joe, you know, you flash him a good truck and, 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 but, as long as we're making a lot of money on old Joe, but you know what? Old Joe's getting smarter too. So we'll I give would him be, a turkey at Thanksgiving. Uh, yeah, yeah. We give him a free turkey. <laughs> Joe, Joe got the big turkey. <laughs> Last big year we, we gave Joe the 24 pound turkey for Christmas. So he's pretty happy. Yeah. 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 It's good Joe. And, yeah. and you know what? We threw in a couple drumsticks. Yeah. So Joe's good. We, we, we spent a whopping 12 bucks. <laughs> yeah. Take care of Joe. Okay. Ruth Ann, brr, number seven. Chucking matters. Trucking matters. Mm-hmm. Let's hear it. For most four-wheelers, big trucks are those that get in the way. They can be stressful to drive next to. They kick up water on your windshield, and they're nearly impossible to pass on two-lane roads. But those trucks and the drivers behind them are the backbone of the American economy. According to the U.S. Census Bureau Commodity Flow Survey, trucks transported nearly 72% of the value of all goods shipped in the United States. In 2017, truck drivers transported a whopping $10.4 trillion worth of goods. By comparison, rail transports $250 billion worth of goods. It's the fact some, of the tr- some trucker groups are helping kids relate to. The women, in, the women in Trucking Association, a nonprofit that encouraged women in trucking, even designed a Girl Scout patch program for the transportation industry. The CEO, Ellen, says, we want kids to look at the trucks and go, Mommy, Daddy, that could be my cookies on their way, on their, on their, or my milk. That's funny. <laughs> Screwed that one up, but yeah. Okay. 
No, I mean, honestly, it, it is, it is very important trucking. And, it is. you know, um, you know, I see a lot of people online going, Oh, well the guy at Burger King is important, you know, but we're only talking about our industry. And yeah. I, I understand that everybody's job is important, but at the same time, you started out by talking about, you know, a lot of truckers don't get respect. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a lot of disrespect going on in the industry for the actual driver. And when you think about it for a second, you know, what does a trucker put up with? Okay. First off, the over the road driver, he's gone for weeks at a time mm-hmm. just to, 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 to get a paycheck that he probably couldn't get at home, mm-hmm. even though his wages are probably kind of low compared to what he's doing for it, mm-hmm. he's still making decent money. Right. So, you know, there's the sacrifice of being away from home. Then on top of it, it's one of the most dangerous jobs in the world. Yeah, it is. It's like rated in the top three, I think, of actual jobs to do. It's very dangerous. And, you know, there's many truckers every year that don't come home. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. um, and from accidents to just being in a, a truck stop and having a heart attack in their sleeper and dying, you know, there's a lot of, um, a lot of hardships in trucking is what I would say. So you've got the fact that you're gone for a long time. You got, uh, the, the danger of injury and death. Then you've got on top of that weather, mm-hmm. you know, every time November comes a trucker, most truckers start realizing I could be coming into ice. And I'm going to tell you something. I drove for many years, and I've driven in many ice storms. You know that. Snowstorms, mm-hmm. ice storms. I've driven in, in everything just about. And I'm, I, I did it all the time. But it doesn't mean that I wasn't concerned. No. It's you, in the back of your mind. Of course. You know? Um, so, you know, that time of the year puts you more on edge. When you know some clown could spin out in front of you or you're just driving down the road and you could hit black ice. You hit black ice, you're screwed. Then there's going out into the West like Nebraska and that. I just seen a video this morning. Trucker's just driving. There's a guy behind him and guess what? The wind just blows him right over. Wow. Just like that. Well, everybody knows the winds in Nebraska. So mm-hmm. you got that. Then you got DOT. You got to worry about being inspected, about being shut down, about getting a fine. Then you've got four-wheelers, the, the general public, cutting you off all the time. You know, uh, brake-checking you, cutting you off, hovering around you, all that crap. And then on top of that, you got traffic, and you got delays. Then you got dispatch saying, are you there yet? And then you got people checking up on you, up your rear end all day long that's in your company. And then on top of all that, guess what you got? You got mama at home crying, I miss you, I miss you. Come home, I miss you. So... Yes, trucking's important when you think about what these guys really do go through. And that's all I'm going to say. What's number seven or eight? What are we at to? Eight. Number eight. Last one. Let's hear it. Keep on pumping. Keep on. Oh, the fist pump? Yep. The arm pump. Yeah. It's a universal gesture on American interstates that can only mean one thing. Honk the horn. It brings joy to children and parents alike. But do truckers like it when you roll down the window and ask for a toot toot? Heck yeah. Yeah, keep doing it. The trucker salute, as it's often called, makes drivers feel acknowledged and appreciated for what they do. I challenge all you people that are four-wheelers that are listening right now to Talk CDL, not only to encourage your kids to do the fist pump, but also you're yourself. Ladies, guys, whoever you are, if you see a trucker going down the road, you're in a parking lot or on the sidewalk, give him the old fist pump. Make that trucker feel good. You know what? He might have been just driving all day with nothing on his mind but getting his load there, and, and all of a sudden, 
boom, burp, burp. You're making him it blow his horn. Why? Because it's going to make him smile. I'm telling you, that's it's almost that's like true. that lady that walked up to us in Walmart today. Ruth Ann was one of those people that took her damn do- or her dog to Walmart. I got a really cute new puppy. Right. And so she has it in Walmart and a lady's walking by. She goes, can I pet him? And, and Ruth Ann goes, yeah. And, and the lady pets the little dog, Ruth Ann's little dog. And she goes, thank you. That made my day so much. It really did. I'm like hearing that all the time now. Yeah. I mean, my dog's like something special now. But if you want to make a trucker's day, seriously, most, I would say 99.9% of every trucker loves it, especially when a, a little kid gives the arm pump. You know, mm-hmm. it's just something about that. It's just like the connection. You you connect with the trucker. You know, we, we get that little spiritual trucker connection. And you know what? We all love to do it, you know? So fist pump, everybody, we encourage. Yeah. Is that it? That was it. That's it for your little thingy thing? That was it. That was the eight things that we, that truckers wanted everybody to know. That is so cool. How about we mention our last three sponsors of the week? Ruth Ann, one of your favorites? J.J. Sh- J. Keller. J.J. Keller. J.J. Keller. 888-601-2017. Call them and find out why Ruth Ann calls them the trucker secretary. These people can file anything for you. If you're a small company, this is really important. If you're a trucking company with, say, 5, 10, 15 trucks, and you don't have a staff, these people can be your staff. They'll keep your stuff filed. They'll keep your paperwork in order, and you don't have to pay them hardly anything. It's very, very low-cost program. J.J. Keller, 888-601-2017, the trucker's secretary. Ruthann, Camion's break-even calculator. They have the break-even calculator to help you know when you are overdoing it a little or when you're getting your profit in. You know, somebody told me this week that Fuel in Pennsylvania was like five eighty a gallon. Yeah. So, you know, with high price of fuel, Camion's break-even calculator, whether you're a, a owner-operator, a one-truck chuck, or you're, you have a 1,000 trucks, have all your, 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 your drivers, even if they're company drivers, have everybody download this break-even calculator so that they can see what they're doing right and doing wrong, especially with the high cost of fuel. I guarantee you'll be saving lots of money. Money. Yeah. And also, Camion is having a webinar that um, I'd like to mention they're having it on April 27th and we posted a link on talk CDL and they want you to go ahead and join them for this webinar free webinar truckers and trucking companies check it out go on Camion's website or load smarts website look up the free webinar last but not least Ruthann driving dash tests.org that's driving dash org. It's a couple dollars. They guarantee that you'll pass your CDL. If you're looking to get a, a Class A CDL, these people will guarantee or your money back. I think it's like 50 bucks for the month. But if you're, again, I'll say this. If you're at a trucking school, and I know a lady right now just failed some of her her uh, tests, and she's at a school paying probably seven dollars $8,000, and she failed part of her tests. Well, if she would have had this $50 program along with it, just add it on. Trucking schools are even a big investment. It. Yeah, fifty bucks. They're they're guaranteeing you a pass or your money back. I mean, how can you beat that? Anyways, driving dash tests t e s t s dot org. Check them out. Tell them Talk CDL sent you. Ruthann, before we end the show, I wanted to tell you this little story that I I uh, came across this week. If if you don't mind, do you want to hear it? Sure. All right. So check this out. So a trucker called me. I mean, who else calls me but truckers? I, I don't think anybody else would want to talk to you. No, and, and he calls me like I know him. 
<laughs> he's like, hey, Troy. I'm like, well, what's up, man? He's there. Do you want a reporter or do you want me to? Like, <laughs> I, I said, what? He goes, do you want to report him or do you want me to? I go, who are we reporting? <laughs> <laughs> he's like, my, my, my boss, my employer, he's, he's at it again. I said, what's, what's your boss doing? He said, he's running me illegal. He's, he's fixing my logs. He's, you know, if I run out of hours, he's giving me more hours and he's making me use my personal conveyance. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, this guy, his, his thing was, he said, he's there, I'm going to go and I'm going to go in there. And I'm, I'm, he's been there like pro- probably close to a year. And, and he, and he said, he's probably going to go to the way station. And the next time they change his hours and he's going to stop in there and, you know, tell them to check him out. Right. And get him in trouble. And then he said, or I'm just going to go and turn him in. I said, well, then that's almost a year of your reference. Okay. That you're going to get a, you're going to get screwed on your reference. Mm -hmm. So I'm just saying, you know, be careful of how you handle these situations. If you're a driver that you have a company that's pushing you, you know, re re powering your hours, you know, and it's, it goes on a lot. Um, and you're, you know, just being honest with you, you're better off probably leaving, okay, the company and going down the road because if you've been there quite a while, then they're going to probably say a lot of bad stuff about you and now you're kind of screwed. I'm just saying be careful, you know, on how you go about doing something like that. Um, I will tell you, though, I said, what do you, how many miles did you get in this week, buddy? I'm not going to tell you the guy's name. He told me his name. And he's like at like, a little over 2,000 miles, right? <laughs> I know. I'm like, dude, I didn't want to make fun of him. Like, so how do you run out of hours at 2,000 miles? <laughs> and, and, and how are you how are you constantly averaging only 2,000 to 2,300 miles? And you can't put in your whole week's work. Mm-hmm. You know, I, it almost sounds like the employer himself probably has to put, he's there, the guy's always pushing me. He's always, he's always calling me. I'm thinking, well, if, shit, man, if you're only driving 2,000 miles a week, no wonder he's on he your ass. He wants you to work. No, yeah, he's on your ass. You know, he's getting, this dude's getting like 70 cents a mile, 1099. Wow. Right. And I said, what's your paycheck this week? He goes, it's a good one. I'm at $1,300. i am like, what? How's that a good one? I mean, 3,000 miles is $2,100. Mm-hmm. Where the hell are you getting? So that tells me the guy's not really running, but yet he's he's kind of complaining because, you know, this his company is trying to push him. And, you know, I, I look at it both ways. And, in, and the reason I look at it both ways is because when I was a driver, and it was all paper logs, Mm-hmm. We all ran that way. <laughs> I didn't run legal. I, I, I'm just, I'm just saying. You know, yeah. you know. There's probably drivers out there disagreeing with me, but I'm just being honest. When I was a driver, I didn't even do my damn logs until the next day, and then I would make make it up to look legal, and then I, and I never got caught, which is probably good. Pure have, luck. I would have got a fine. But the bottom line is, I wasn't gonna. I, I, I'm not telling people to run illegal at all. I'm not saying that. I'm just saying that. I, it's hard for me to be sympathetic to somebody that runs only 2,000 miles. Mm-hmm. He's complaining about being pushed. It's like, who the hell are you being pushed if you're only at 2,000 miles? Where's the pushing? You, I, I, would, I used to bitch if I was under 3,000 miles. You know what I mean? I, I needed to run. And I'm, I'm just saying, I understand, you know, the company. I don't understand whining when you're averaging under 2,300 miles a week. Mm-hmm. Um, so my advice to a guy like that would be, 
dude, go get another job. You know, I'm sorry. And people might be pissed off at me saying that, but you know, and no, I'm not saying you should be pushed to run illegal either. You know, I'm not saying that because you're, it's your license. Believe me, don't let anybody, we always say you're the captain of the ship and you shouldn't let anybody force you to do anything you don't want to do. But guess what, Ruthann, at the same time, 2,000 miles, 2,100 miles a week, there, I don't really feel like he's being pushed. No, he's not being pushed. He's being drug. <laughs> exactly. I have to, you have to drag <laughs> this guy. He's like dragging a mule. <laughs> and this is like every week he's telling me, this is where, really where he's averaging that. And he said 1,300 was a good paycheck. Well, if you're getting 70 cents a mile, 1,300 is a crappy paycheck. Mm-hmm. I'm going to tell you that right now. So, you know, the bottom line is, guys and gals, be careful of threatening a company. Be careful of threatening to turn companies in. I'm not saying you shouldn't, you know, act in a legal manner. Okay. I'm just saying, just consider things before you do it because they can burn you back. Mm-hmm. Okay. When, when you go and you turn them in and they get in trouble and they'll get in more trouble than you, but guess what? You're still going to be screwed. You might be better off getting down the road, quitting, and then turning them in before, because because after that reference is it, you get that reference, it's not going to be a good reference, you know, when you uh, to your next job. Would you agree? I would agree. Plus, you you know, after a so long period of time, you will get questioned on well, why you stick around? Exactly. So, so anyways, just to reiterate, um, you know, just be careful, drivers. I'm, I'm not saying that you should let someone run you illegal. I'm not saying that. You should turn someone in. I'm just saying, think about yourself and be careful how you go about doing it because sometimes you can get burn your own ass while you're trying to burn someone else's ass. And mm-hmm. you got to really be careful with that. Would you not agree? I would agree. So let's move on, Ruthann. Do you have the word of the day? I do. Let's hear it. Pentimento. Pentimento? Pentimento. I'm trying to think what that reminds me of. Pimento beans. Okay. It reminded me of like in in an olive, the red part. Yeah, that's it. The pimento. Yeah. Yeah. But this is a pentimento. Pentimento. Mm-hmm. All right. It sounds like it's definitely Spanish. Pentimento. Yes? Italian. Really? Pentimento. Pentimento. Okay. It's Italian. It's Italian. I'm Italian. Yeah. Okay. Do you have a guess what it could be? A pentimento? <laughs> <laughs> Is it is it food at all? No, I didn't think so. <laughs> <laughs> Pentimento is it's is it a? It's not a vehicle, is it? Uh uh-uh. uh What is it? Okay, you know when you see a something painted, and it's got like peelings, and you see layer upon layer of paint. Yeah, that is pentimento, a visible trace of earlier painting beneath a layer or layers of paint on a canvas. Wow, that's pretty cool. Pent- and you know it's funny. I remember being a young guy. When I was a kid and we lived in like cheesy apartments up in Pennsylvania and like the paint would be falling off the wall. Mm-hmm. I'm serious. The paint would be falling off the wall in these apartments and you could see how thick it was, mm-hmm. you know, and like maybe one was white and then it was gray and it was blue and it was, mm-hmm. you know, mm-hmm. but you could see layers and layers and layers of paint over the years. They just painted. And back then. Lead paint. It was, it was lead pentimento. <laughs> Pimento. Pimento. Leddo. <laughs> yeah, that, and that was that hurt people, too, when they would eat it. So, mm-hmm. um, yeah, okay, cool. Interesting. Uh, do you have anything else before we rock and roll? Um, no. Cool. Well, we're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.